1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let me ask you this. What if you could wake up every day without anxiety? What if you could view your past with purpose rather than regret and live a happy life, peaceful, free from fear? Well, I'm excited to share that I'm going to show you the way. In my upcoming book, Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace, I share my vulnerable, authentic account of how I transformed my own life to live free from fear, to wake up without anxiety every single day, to live without regret. And I'm going to teach you the steps and the methods that I took to get there. And in the book, I share why most people feel stuck in patterns that make them unhappy. I'm going to show you what to do about it. I'm going to share nine transformational techniques for serenity and genuine happiness techniques from reparenting yourself to body work practices for freeing that stuck energy from the past. I'm going to show you the mindset shift that can do more for you than decades of personal growth work. This book is my gift to you. It will answer your questions about why you feel blocked, scared, anxious, depressed, or alone, and it will liberate you from the belief system that has kept you feeling small for so long. By taking this path, you will become the best version of yourself you will become new. And when you order your copy of the book today, you will get a free VIP ticket to my Happy Days live virtual event experience. This virtual event is where I break down the methods of the book. I will take you through a full day. It's all a live online experience that you can get for free. And your VIP ticket is expiring on February 7th. So you're gonna wanna go to deargabby.com forward slash happy days. All you have to do is pre-order the book and you're going to get a VIP ticket totally free. It is valued at $500 and you get it for free when you pre-order the book. And that VIP ticket gets you a front row seat from the comfort of your own home to a full day event with me. So I invite you to join me on the journey of releasing the fears from your past to transform your life in the present. Join me for the Happy Days live online event experience when you pre-order the book today at deargabby.com forward slash happy days. The VIP ticket expires on February 7th. Hey there, welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Today, I have a really special big talk for you. It's a big, big, big talk, and it's a special conversation with someone who I adore, admire, and someone who is such a champion for women. It's my girlfriend, Katie Storino, and she is one of the most wonderful people out there talking about body confidence, how to forgive your past, how to find more joy in the present. She is all about it. Katie is an entrepreneur. She's a fashion blogger. She's a dog mom. She's a self-love expert, and she's the founder of Mega Babe Beauty. If you don't know Mega Babe, you got to go get some. I'm obsessed with their deodorant. And she's the host of the Boob Sweat Podcast and the creator of the groundbreaking style blog, The 12-ish. On today's Big Talk, Katie and I dive deep into body confidence, self-love, and forgiveness. And you're going to learn on this episode how to forgive your parents and release the way you were brought up, particularly how it relates to your body image. You'll learn how to teach body confidence to the next generation, how to bust through blocks to love and compassion how to use fashion as a joyful form of expression, even if you think it's silly. And you're also gonna hear me talk very personally about my own body image issues and how I've worked through them, particularly this past year, having gone through IVF and then being pregnant for five months and, and then coming off of that termination of the pregnancy and now just being in a different body and how that feels for me and showing up in a different way. Katie's advice really has helped me majorly. Katie has revolutionized the way that so many women look at their bodies, including me, and I'm so grateful. She's also hilarious, just so freaking funny, and I love her, adore her. She's also awesome because she was willing to just get dear Gabby'd by me in the middle of the show. I just go so deep, and I'm starting to just like dear Gabby her, and she just goes with it, and as a lot of you know, I've been studying the internal family systems model, and Katie lets me dive into it with her. I led Katie to identify parts of herself that she was blocking. In a short little Dear Gabby session with me, Katie really moves through some deep stuff. And it's beautiful to witness. With her willingness to tap into all the parts of herself, Katie was able to come into a close contact with her inner child. And this is something that I wouldn't necessarily be comfortable doing with somebody I didn't know, but doing that kind of internal family systems work with Katie right there on the show is so impactful. So I can't wait for you to check it out. And she got a massive message about how to find more joy in her adult life. There is just so much in this episode. I can't wait for you to listen to it. So just carry on. Listen to this big talk. Enjoy the episode. Leave a review. I want to hear what you think about this podcast. Also, there's another thing I want to do is ask when you leave a review to also leave your Dear Gabby questions because we're going to start taking some review Q&As. And so if you leave a review, just letting me know what you think about the podcast, and then below you can say, Dear Gabby, I've got a question. We're going to take them and answer them live on the pod. So head over to Apple, leave a review, and feel free to ask me a Dear Gabby question. I will answer you live on the show. Gabby, Fun fact, people, I do everything fast. My team jokes around that they have to work at the speed of Gabby. I tend to eat fast, I work fast, I walk fast, and I try to be really efficient. (laughs) Going fast has always been my move. It works for me most of the time, but sometimes it can be kind of not a good thing, especially when I'm shaving my legs. (laughs) I know, you're probably cringing at the thought of the shaving mishap. Ugh, gross. And shaving equals not such good things if you're moving too fast. So I am really excited to share with you that I found Athena Club the razors are seriously game-changing. I love this razor so much. I got it in three different colors. The razors are designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being really gentle on our curves. The razor blade is surrounded by a water-activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is literally the holy grail for skincare. And the best part of this razor is that it's only $9 and it comes with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for the shower storage, which I've put behind my bathtub because I only take baths. Don't get grossed out. Yes, I shave in the bath. Okay, get over it. And there's different color holders. I have black, I have pink. I mean, they're beautiful. And this is going to sound really weird, but it's really pretty. They come in six options, and I'm using right now sky blue, black, and pink. I have all three. Plus, you can choose how often replacement blades are sent to you, so you never have to worry about running out of your refills. Then that means fresh, ready-to-use razors, always arriving right on time. And also, you have to try out their cloud shave foam. It's such a premium experience and your skin feels so nourished after you shave. Show your skin you care with the Athena Club Razor Kit. Sign up today and get 20% off your first order. Just go to athenaclub.com and use the promo code Dear Gabby. That's A T H E N A C L U B.com with the promo code Dear Gabby for 20% off. Again, that's athenaclub.com and use the code Dear Gabby. Katie, I love you. Let's start there. I love you. I love you. I think that you are just one of those people who shines bright through the phone. How about that? You shine through the freaking phone, sister. You shine through the phone. And for me, it's, it's always really inviting and exciting to see people so authentic and so truthful and vulnerable and real. And I know so many folks that portray one thing on the internet and it's not the truth. And I just know you are truth and it's just such a refreshing thing. So thank you for that. Thank you. And I think that you are such a power of example, a leader in the conversation of body confidence and just a beautiful human. So thank you for coming on, dear Gabby. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I love you.
1: I love you. And we might have a surprise dog guest behind you, which I love. If There's a panting dog.
0: I might hear her.
1: I love that. Let's let her talk to us. <laughs> Maybe she wants to be on the show. So Katie, I've been following you for a really long time on, particularly started on Instagram. And I just was always in awe, as I've said already, of, of how um, authentic and vulnerable and what a champion you are for women and women's bodies. So I wanted to start with where you kind of began. What was that spark within you that said, I'm going to speak up for myself and my sisters in a big way?
0: It really happened for me in the way that people describe uh, that lightning bolt moment, that aha moment that I had never really understood or, or had never really happened to me until I was featured in a fashion article and I saw all the comments about my photo. They weren't bad. They weren't telling me like that. I shouldn't be on a fashion blog. They were all essentially saying, wow, I've never seen my body on a fashion blog. And I'm, I'm so happy to see my size represented. And that really hit me. And I was like, wait, I don't have a crazy body. Like I don't have an odd, I had always thought that I had like a a crazy, like freak show body, uh, because I was not a size zero. And, and truly that was the moment that it hit me that I was like, it's not me it's not me. It's them. Yeah, And them meaning like the fashion industry. And I'm not alone. And all these other women see my body and they think it's beautiful and they think it looks like them. And that was my invitation to step into that space.
1: Beautiful. And what was the first thing you felt like you needed to do? How how did you step in?
0: I stepped in by helping women get dressed. That was the, that was my place to start because, um, I didn't really know that I was going to End up talking to women of all sizes and helping them accept their bodies. As I learned to accept my body, I really just started with, "Hey, no one's telling you where to find clothes. Let me help you."
1: Right. Okay. Fun. Yeah. And and you're actually so fun. You're always like trying something on, yelling at the brand, like, "Where's my size?" You know. And it's beautiful. It's so sweet. So just call it out. You know, just calling it out and Lindsay my producer put together some stats for me for this conversation and one of the stats that she pulled was that body image issues begin as early as 5 mm. and i know it just my heart started to break when i read that i my heart is breaking and i i think that in your book you talk about how There was a time when you didn't even know, notice like a calorie and you were remembering and like taking yourself back to that time and that felt sense of that time.
0: Yeah. That's why I in in my book, Body Talk, I talk about this mascot that we all have, this time that you just spoke about before you felt that your body was anything but just like your arm or your leg, before there was value assigned to it from society. So and as you just said, as early as five which if you picture a five-year-old child, that's, that's crazy. That's a little baby. And, and they're absorbing those messages that they need to change in some way. So I was able to tap back into that time in my life and really remember that I didn't used to feel that I was fat or too big or not the right size for, you know, no one wanted, no one would want to love me and that we all have that experience inside us.
1: Yeah. And when you think about that time, when was that time? How old were you?
0: I would say that I, I started being aware of my body at, at, around like seven years old. Okay. Five is when I was started getting messages. It clicked in around seven, right. five. I was like in a school setting, noticing I was bigger, um, being like maybe treated differently by teachers. And then I would say like at seven, it clicked in that it was, it was my body's fault, but it was, that I was being treated like this.
1: And what was the message that you were saying to yourself at that time? You're too big. Mm. And how do you think that carried on? Because, you know, I look at you now and you're like the most confident human. You're hysterical. You're bold. You know, you're beautiful. You do those like who were at best images. And I'm always like, you are at best. Like, who the hell is this like supermodel next to you? Because you look so good. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> It's not about who wore it best.
0: I was laughing so hard because I always went, don't talk about who wore it best because both bodies are good. And I loved, I was <laughs> scrolling down. And I saw your comment and you're like, eh, I don't
1: care. You wore it best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Both bodies are good, but you still wore it best. So. <laughs> I, was,
0: I was laughing so hard
1: about it. <laughs> so fine. All right, fine. You didn't wear it best. You both wore it best. But I'm going to still stick with my stick with my original comment. Okay. So <laughs> this is a little bit of a controversial question for you. And um, I know it, it, can, it can trigger people, but what's the limit between body confidence and any size as concerned to physical health?
0: It's a great question. And one that doesn't really have an easy answer and something I'm always defending and, and kind of exploring even right now. Like my current, I will just talk about my own body because that's my own experience and I can speak to that. One, I do know that we are very quick as a society to look at a body that is not like completely thin and start assigning health values to that person. I think it's really interesting. I see it happen on the internet all the time, even though um, a thin person cannot be healthy and we, we we never say anything to them. It's automatically assumed that if you're not thin, that you are doing something that's not healthy which I think is interesting because I don't
1: think that that's true. Often when you're really thin, you're the most unhealthy.
0: Yes, but we're we're mostly rewarding people.
1: Correct. Correct. And we're being rewarded for being, for me, I, I can only speak to that part. When I've been at my lowest weight, I've been the sickest. The sickest. It's always because I was dealing with some gastrointestinal issue. You know, people saying to my friends when I'm on a book tour, is she anorexic? And I'm like, no, I'm just, I literally can't eat. Like my stomach blows up when I eat. You know, it was like I was dealing with like trauma related GI issues. And, and so, you know, it's not healthy both ways. And you're right. It's praised often. Yes. Until it's not, until it's judged for being anorexic. But okay, carry on. Until you get
0: to a, a certain weight and then, and then they come at you the other direction. But for me, I think it's interesting because people are always talking to me and like, they're like, you must have diabetes. You must have like this issue or this issue. I'm actually quite conscious of my health. And I think there's a difference between, I'm now thinking about how people just look at people who are bigger also and just assume you eat donuts all day. So there's so many assumptions about people's bodies when they see them. No, I don't eat donuts all day. Yes, I do exercise. Yes, I I take supplements and I, I'm always like researching different like health trends and I move my body. And I think that it's, it's very interesting uh, that people can't really accept that as health.
1: Oh, 100%, 100%. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I am so proud to work with this brand. Every new year brings up a lot of emotional stuff for us we all want to create change. Sometimes we don't actually get to it. Sometimes we feel stuck. Sometimes we feel like we need extra support. And as you know, being a listener of Dear Gabby, I am preaching always the power of therapy. It's therapy that actually saved my life. I write about it in all of my books, particularly Happy Days, my new book. Therapy is the answer. And I've been doing this for the past 20 years. It's such a huge part of my life. BetterHelp is the answer because right now people need support and they need it fast. BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you don't have to sit in the office waiting room. You can just get on your computer, or get on the phone. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient that you can start communicating with someone in under 48 hours Best of all, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. They have licensed counselors who are specialized for depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, LGBTQ matters, self-esteem, and so much more. BetterHelp is professional, affordable, convenient, and anything you share is confidential, of course. There are so many great testimonials posted on their site daily. I'm so proud to be partnering with them. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com deargabby Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash dear Gabby. Yeah, 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 yeah. This episode is brought to you by our lovely green juice sponsors Organifi. When I tell you that I've never tasted better green drink, I mean it. Trust me, I've had them all. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed and crafted with the most Effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving, which you guys know is so important to me. Like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and clinical dose of ashwagandha. I love ashwagandha. It's so relaxing. (laughs) And these are superfoods that help you rest and relax and they help you feel refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go. And they don't compromise quality for taste. It's refreshing to drink. And I've noticed such a difference in my energy levels, which is so important to me. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. Organifi is high quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to wwworganifycom slash Gabby and use code Gabby for 25% off your order. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com backslash Gabby and use the code Gabby for 25% off any item. You know, you speak about diet culture conversations and you wrote, I don't think that we can blame the moms because I look at my mom and other people's moms and it's not their fault. They're still dealing with their own body issues that they never solved. It's because you grew up and you see and hear diet culture conversations. Women's worlds have been constructed around our physical appearance, and that is intentional to keep us out of power. Well, sister, wow. It all goes back to the patriarchy. If we're focused on aesthetic things that change every 10 years, then we're not focusing on the fact that we're being left out of so many conversations and positions of power. Holy schmoly. Big one big one talk to me yeah i think
0: there's two different things there uh the moms were really quick to blame our moms and not look at them as women who have been put through the same cycle that we have right if we're lucky enough to be doing this work now and and accepting our bodies and figuring out what's bs and and what's real and what's important our moms may not have had that opportunity that's right. They didn't have an example. They didn't have that conversation. So the best thing you can do is help them now or um, forgive them. They didn't design it that way. And I hear all the time from women who say that their moms put them on Weight Watchers at 10, brought them to like meetings of oh, like overeating meetings when they were like in first grade. Yeah, that will mess you up for sure. But she was doing what she thought she had to do to protect you from the shame of of having a big body in a world that demands a small body.
1: Yeah. And often a projection of what her experience was. Yeah. Because I was really thinking at the time when I first got sober, when I was 25, I was really confused. I was like, well, you know, they say that this is a family disease often and it can be passed down. And I was like, well, neither of my parents were drug addicts or alcoholics. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. Your mom was in OA for years. You know, she's really struggled with food addiction and it's the same thing. I mean, addiction is addiction is addiction. So it wasn't the reason I, got, I was an addict. It was one of, you know, one of the contributions to, to growing up in that way. But to be able to witness our parents in their suffering is the fastest way to be able to forgive them. And I, I think when it comes to body image and the way that we treat our bodies, so much of it is about forgiveness, forgiveness of our way we were brought up and forgiveness of ourselves
0: parents who, who have not gone through that self-acceptance journey or um, are still stuck in old ways of thinking or talking, it can be really hard to go home and get that feedback because that's like, like they really feel that it's, it's okay to talk about your body and talk about weight loss and talk about quite bluntly and quite quite hurtfully.
1: So yeah, I've only experienced that with my grandmother. And I think now back to my mom and that forgiveness towards my mom, because my grandmother would be like, oh, you're so thin. Or then times when I would gain weight come, you know, freshman 15. Oh, wow, you've gained so much weight. And I can't even imagine what it would have been like for my mom to grow up like that. And hence, you know, the food addiction. And so really seeing the whole family cycle around this conversation. Yeah, it's, it's, this is heavy. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and these poor little girls. So so what do you think we can do for the little girls like the the 5 year olds that are starting to look at their bodies? You know, what is what is it that we can do? I think that it is about
0: providing them with inspiration and examples of diverse body types, which I think that we're really starting to do. Like yeah. wow, like you and I didn't grow up with these kinds of examples of different body types and different women and different skin colors and there's there's so much more to see now so that they know that they can find themselves and fit in see who they want to be i also think that it's if you do have children it is important for you to do the work before they get to that age where you think you're hiding it and you think you're like not showing them how you feel about your body but they can always sense it so doing the the work yourself so that you're at least in the home, providing the good messaging around the body.
1: Yeah. And the good messaging around the food. My husband really gets on my back sometimes, and rightfully so, for if I ever pick food off of my son's plate. And it's so grateful that he calls it out because when I was growing up, my mom used to eat off my plate because she was an overeater and it was very anxious. Food was very like a a sort of form of, of anesthetizing anxiety. And so if I ever just casually eat something off of Oliver's plate, Zach will be like, "Stop!" Because it's so important to not create that anxiety around food as well. Because our relationship to food obviously is going to be very reflective of our relationship to our body too.
0: That's so interesting, and that is, and that is to prevent his own food anxiety from because you're taking his food.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or not create anxiety around his meals, right? So it's like, this is his meal. I'm not going to be picking it off of his plate because truly when I was a kid, my mom picking off my plate made me eat faster, made me be self-aware of that there might not be enough. And so that, that was what led to a lot of my food addiction in my, my uh, you know, teens and 20s. And so there's that. Also just not creating an anxious environment around food uh, it's tricky with a toddler, man. Those kids don't want to eat anything. It's really, really tricky, but I guess we have to do the best we can to just get something, get some calories in those people.
0: <laughs> kids hate eating. And I'm like, it, it's like, please come have this like fun, delicious, like lunch. And I'm like, wow, what an invitation. The kids are like, they can't be bothered. They're so bored.
1: No, they hate eating. And my kid literally wants to eat nothing, but that's a whole other story. So uh, that'll be another podcast. But I, I do think that you're right. We are the power of examples. So the other thing that we can do for any changes for, for the children is to be that, be that example in our own lives and focus on our own recovery and our own well-being and our own health because our kids are just like sponges. They're just picking up their mirror neurons or sponge neurons. And they're just constantly picking up all of the energy that we put out I'm really obsessed with speaking to the parts of ourselves because I'm really uh, studying a belief system and a, and, a, and a model that's based on the fact that we have all these different parts and we have our child part that we sometimes, you know, do everything to protect. And we have the shaming part and we have the confident part. And, and then we all also have what is called self, which is that, that resourced, undamaged part. And when I see you, I see you in self. I see so much of what you post coming from self energy, from that place of genuine confidence, from that place of caring, compassion, curiosity. And when you're noticing those other younger parts or anything like that's protective come up, what does that still say to you? Like when you're triggered at at different points at this stage, because you've done so much work to get to this confident state. But I imagine, I know for all humans that we still get kicked up. So what's that other part say to you? Or other parts, you mean? What triggers me? Yes, you can answer it that way. Like, what's a, what? What's a trigger, and what's a trigger response? Lack. Mm, okay, good one.
0: I feel I feel that there's not enough work for me. That there's not enough. I feel like there's not enough. Like I've got to get it now, or I'll never get. And whatever it is, like that I, I'm, I feel like that frequently. Like it's like I've got to get this thing now because it's going to run out, or that happens to me. I think I get very competitive. Uh, That's another thing that I struggle with. And I think people also think that I have no problem like looking at even, even looking at certain photos of myself. It's like, I don't think that being body, like having a, having like a a body acceptance um, or being, being accepting of your body means that you're not critical of your body sometimes, or that you don't get caught in a, Caught in a trap sometimes, um, and I I do. I'll look at photos, and occasionally, like I will be like, "Oh, I don't like this picture. Like, I don't I like I don't look good here." And then sometimes I'll go back to the picture a few days later, and I and I have no reaction to it. Mm. But I'm I guess I'm just saying that I can still be triggered by like a visual image of myself into into having like a bad body moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you have ways of relating to yourself when you're in those triggers? Do you have ways of soothing, or or is it just honoring the feeling?
0: It's more honoring the feeling, recognizing that it's happening, and then I mean, I just go back to like a, I go back to like a two minute, three minute, five minute meditation and reset. Sometimes if I'm feeling like in a spin, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is totally. what I will do. Yeah, I
0: literally put on my app and I
1: I do that, returning to that that self energy, that love, that presence of resource. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love listening to you talk about this. What the people may or may
0: not know is that I'm obsessed with you and that I've listened to every single book and I'm, I'm just, I'm like, I'm such a believer in what you do. (laughs) So hearing you talk about me personally, I'm like, wow, this is like a real moment that I am excited to, to get that analysis. So thank you.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, listen. I I come I come in here all guns blazing. I'm like, let's go do the. With is only these are called big talks, dear Gabby. Big talks. There's no small talk here, so I'm just gonna go right for the jugular. And you know, I'm obsessed with what I'm what I'm talking about is internal family systems therapy, which is something I'm studying right now. And obsessed with people's parts and this idea that we have all these different multiple parts of ourselves and how we relate to those parts and and to start to recognize that if we have this part of us that has body image concerns fears triggers that we can begin to have a different conversation with that part that that like just like exactly what you said which was what i was hoping you'd get to is that you've established your own tools for getting back to that self energy not the triggered state so when you notice oh i really hate that picture of myself and then you're going to step away and go and meditate you're returning and recalibrating to get back into that energy of what i would call self And the the adult resourced part of yourself. And so that I think is such a powerful tool for beginning to establish a new relationship to you. And and this is for any anyone struggling right now with their body image. It's a part, it's a storyline. It's often very young. And we want to treat it with a lot of love and compassion, not judge it. I like that. And speak to that part of ourselves with compassion. Okay, there you are again. I recognize you're here. Let's go. Let's go meditate. Let's go do a little meditation, because that's another way that we can care. We don't. We we don't just have to care for the little children, the actual little children, those five year olds out there. We have to care for our little children inside of us. Yeah, and it sounds to me like whether you realize it or not, you have been doing that.
0: Yes, I mean that is that is in my book Body Talk. That is what I tell people to do, and what I myself. Have done, which is to go back and find that that little child around body image. I mean, I certainly have other areas of my life that I should probably protect more and treat with more kindness. But at least in the body image arena, I feel like I've successfully done that.
1: I'm gonna actually tease out what you just said. I'm dear gabbing you now. Oh, good. Whether you like it or not, um, oh, I love it. You came on the show. It's my show, girl. Okay, so so um, you said protect and then compassion, right? So compassion is self energy. Compassion is that love energy. Protect is a manager, right? So I'm going to I'm going to protect her. I'm going to fight for her. I'm going to, you know, make sure that she doesn't, you know, ever feel that lack again or that she's never ever going to feel that shame again. And so we build up these protector parts. And our protector parts can sometimes be looking pretty confident. They can be self-like, right? They can look really confident, like, you know, posting the perfect picture or whatever it is, but they're still protectors. So I think that when one, a woman in particular, has dealt with body image issues, she's probably built up a lot of protector parts, right? And so I'm just teasing that out a little bit. So my little just psychic adjustment here would be to say, just pay attention to those protectors and, and, and notice them. And, I like that. Yeah. Essentially, so... um,
0: when I feel myself, it's more of a compassion play than needing to, to protect. It's more about, like we said, like resetting and going into the meditation than like coaching yourself through it.
1: It can be as simple as just noticing yourself in a protector part. So let's say you get triggered from the photo on the internet, right? What's the first line of response? What is it that you want to immediately do?
0: I want to immediately tell myself that I want to like nope it, and I want to tell myself that I'm having like an an incorrect reaction.
1: Okay, so you're shunning. That's like a shunning part, right? Like a no the nope it part. That's a part of you that's that's like nope. Shut that down.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Right. So that's a protector part. That's a protector part. And so what we would do would be just to notice that protector part and just notice where do you feel that part in your body. Hmm. I probably shoulders neck head. Okay, okay. And we would check in with her and just just ask her to maybe just step aside for a little while. Maybe she can like go get a latte and just like take a walk. And we do that so that we can start to get closer to the self energy. Because what that protector is doing, Katie, is she's blocking that love compassion energy. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful, right? I am so pumped about our newest sponsor because they are very, very, very near and dear to my heart. This episode is brought to you by Audible. I always read my audiobooks on Audible. And this year, for my book, Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace, I recently read the audiobook. The book is out on 22222. And when I read this audiobook, I was literally crying. I was so deeply moved by it. And it's like a theatrical experience. I'm so excited for you guys to check it out. You actually can pre-order it on Audible right now. In 2020, I released an Audible original called You Are the Guru. And it's such a good listen for this time. The Audible original You Are the Guru consists of six messages And they're simple, reliable, spiritual solutions that will free you from fear and inner turmoil. This is an Audible original that's really geared towards helping you calm your nervous system and trust your inner wisdom and really receive clear direction. This Audible original will teach you how to guide yourself back to peace at any moment. Audible is truly the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers to new releases to celebrity memoirs. Let me tell you something. I only listen to audiobooks right now. I have no time to sit down and read anymore, which is so sad. But let me tell you, whenever I drive back and forth from the country to New York City, I listen to Audible audiobooks. It's the best way to get through the drive, learn something, just soak up new information, have a beautiful story. It's the way. And I'm an Audible member. I love being an Audible member. As an Audible member, you get one title every month that's good for the entire premium selection. That means that you get the latest bestsellers, the buzziest new releases, The Hottest Celebrity Memoirs. You can even get Happy Days, my latest book that's coming out on 222.22. You will also get full access to their Popular Plus catalog. It's filled with thousands of audiobooks, original entertainment, guided fitness and meditation, sleep tracks for better rest, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. In that plus catalog, you'll have my Audible original. You are the guru. You have my meditations. It's, It's a great place to be. You can also find the perfect title for whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, whatever you're feeling, whether it's comedy, romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction, fitness, wellness, whatever you need, it's there. And with everything you love to listen to all in one app, Audible is your playlist for life. New members can always try Audible for 30 days free. Visit audible.com slash Dear Gabby and text Dear Gabby to 500-500. Again, that's audible.com slash Dear Gabby or text Dear Gabby to 500-500. So
0: tell me, like, how do you get to the compassion energy?
1: Well, let's not force it. Let's just keep doing it, right? So we asked the shunner to step aside. Okay. Was she with us just before? Was she showing up when you were thinking about the pictures? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Can she just, are you cool for her to step aside? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to say thank you. Thank you for sharing. Step aside. And now who's with you right now? What are you feeling? Someone small. Oh, okay. So you're noticing someone small. Okay. Does she know that you're with her? Does she know that Katie's there? No. No. Okay. Okay. So she feels alone? Yes. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got someone small who feels alone. And what does she want from, from you or from someone that could show up for her? She's confused. And I don't know what she needs. You, Katie, don't know what she needs. Like, you're resourced. Yes. Katie doesn't know yes. what she's. Okay, okay. Could you tap into that part of you that doesn't know what she needs, but wants to help her? And could you ask her what she needs, even if it's just in your mind?
0: Yeah. I mean, she needs love. I'm just saying what I'm feeling.
1: That's right. You're perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. So she needs love. She needs love. Yeah. She said that. Does she know that she said that to you? Yes. Beautiful. Right. Do you have anything you want to say to her?
0: I want to protect her.
1: Ah, Okay. So there's a protector that's back. Yeah. You want to fight for her, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So some more protector energy that's showing up really common, really common. It takes a while to get that that connection. This is like, you know, I've been doing decades of therapy on this, (laughs) but for a moment you heard her as yourself. Yes. And then the protector swooped right in. I want to protect her. I want to fight for her. I want to make sure she knows I'm there. I want to, you know, show everybody, you know, that she's good enough and whatever the storyline is, right? Okay. So just for one more second, let's just ask that new protector to just, you know, sit on the couch with cheese. You feel like they could step aside for a second? Yep. Anything that you feel coming up from. Little girl, or from the part of you that's your that's Katie here uh I don't know how else to say it
0: other than companionship or like me approaching
1: her in uh hey, let's play, yes, yes, yes. My work is done here today. We are complete. Yeah, me! Oh! So, I mean, there's so much more that we could do, but that is exactly the language of exiled child part to self and self to the child part, right? Like, the child part just wants to play And when they're no longer exiled and locked away, then that playful energy can be restored and they can come back into that joy and that childlike state that they're meant to be in. And the beautiful thing that you said, connectedness, was such a quality. There's these different C qualities of self, compassion, curiosity, connectedness, right? And so you came to her wanting to connect. And she felt safe enough to say, let's play. Good job.
0: Can I ask you a question for everyone to hear now? So does that mean I'm out of alignment with my joy or my, I do feel like I'm in a place where I'm searching for my joy and my, I'm looking for that right now, trying to have that back in and I'm, I'm struggling.
1: Yeah. So that, that joyful little playful girl is with you. She's always around She's just been so protected that we can't hear her. She's been exiled, literally. Like, nope, you got to go in the in the basement. You can't come out because it's too scary and too painful. And so she's been taken out of her real role, which is to have fun and just be joyful, and is put into this extreme role. And then she has all these extreme protectors around her fighting for her and keeping her quote unquote safe, but not safe at all, right? And so the, the key to you developing and exploring that joyful side of you is to just be, connect closer to her. Let her take you by the hand. Let her show you where to go, what to do. Let her feel safer and safer with you. Yeah. Okay. I got to let her be in charge. Let her feel safer and safer with you. And in fact, let her know that you're in charge. Okay. Because that's another thing that happens for these little people inside of us is that they think, I have to be in charge. I have to take care of everything. I have to make sure everything's okay because they have to protect themselves, right? That's another in charge thing, is another protector. So you have to let her come to you and say, Let's play. Mm. Okay. Okay. This was a lot in a really short period of time. But the way that I want to use this model is to help people do exactly what you just did, which is connect to self energy and connect those those parts that that can feel so scared to that self to to feel into that self energy and to know that that self energy is with you and you just you just were so receptive and you're my favorite kind of person to practice IFS with on my on my podcast that thousands of people listen to <laughs> but the point being is that we all have these parts that that have been overly protective and we can dismantle them and, and let them let them relax. It's not dismantling them. It's just saying thank you for your service. You know, all those parts of you that have been protecting you, Katie, have had a high service. And they've done a lot of good in the world. And they're the same parts that get you on the internet often and, you know, make you a champion for women and women's bodies. And so they've had beautiful roles. We just want those roles to be less extreme so that they can have more fun. Yeah. Okay. I hear that. <laughs> beautiful. I hear that. So I wanted to get from you three easy ways to boost your confidence, your body confidence.
0: Sorry, that was really powerful and I'm still in it. (laughs) (laughs) Segway. (laughs) Yes. Three easy ways to boost your body confidence are, well, it's a perfect time to try something new fashion wise. And I think people think clothes can be silly, but we often hide in our clothes. And we often don't use our clothes for fun or self-expression, but more like armor. So I encourage people to try something new that they didn't think that they can wear and
1: Mm -hmm. wear it around
0: the house, wear it to the store and, and take that as a small step. That's like an outside thing you can do. The second thing is to look in the mirror and compliment yourself on one part of your either outfit, body, hair, eyebrows, anything but just get in the practice of saying something kind to your body. Love that. Yeah. And three, start to curb the negative things that you say to yourself or notice them. Because that is, I think, something that's very important. I just heard that the average woman says something bad bad to ourselves 19 times a day. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's a lot. So starting to notice that behavior too. Those are kind of inner ways to boost confidence that have worked for me. I love you. Beautiful. I love you. I love you. I
1: love you. I love you. I love you. I I want everybody to read body confidence. I want everyone to follow you. I find you to be so magical and I would love to just have dinner with you and hang out and like hug you and meet cheese and, you know, do our thing. (laughs) Thank you for letting me dear Gabby you. That was so special and thank you for being so vulnerable and authentic. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode.